Good evening and welcome. You're watching Be the People. I'm Rishika Barua. The Supreme Court of India has upheld the two-child policy in Rajasthan. The court has said that the two-child eligibility criteria of the Rajasthan government for seeking public employment is not discriminatory and does not violate the constitution. The court also said that denying government benefits to those who have more than two kids is not illegal. and that the objective here is to promote family planning this was in response to a plea that was filed by an ex serviceman who was denied the job of a constable on grounds of having more than two children now india does not have a two child policy at the national level there are currently nine states as per our calculation which have their own such policy Those states are there on your screens right now. These are the states which have a two-child policy in the country. This includes some of the most populous states like Uttar Pradesh, even Madhya Pradesh, and several other states in the country. There are three states of Chhattisgarh, Haryana, and Himachal Pradesh, interestingly, that have revoked the two-child policy. They had the policy; they don't have it anymore. So, what is the two-child policy? It is essentially a government-imposed limitation on having two kids per family. How does the government really do this? They give incentives to families with two kids and take away rights and incentives like government employment or the eligibility to contest local polls or take away subsidies, etc., from those people who have more than two children. Or sometimes a lot of these. free education benefits for instance don't apply to the third child so while there is no pan india policy in place yet there are few states like i said which have their own bouquet of limitations that they seek to impose on families with more than two children now interestingly the two child policy has been tabled over 35 times in parliament since independence but hasn't come into force at the national level which obviously points to the fact that the debate around the two child policy is nuanced and dare i say complicated well let's look at the larger context india is now the most populous country in the world overtaking china but our fertility rate is on the decline and our population with or without these measures is also expected to start declining by 2060 so do we need such a policy does it actually help solve the population problem and more importantly are we doing enough to offset the wider social religious political health and even gender ramifications of such a policy while the arguments in favor of implementing a two child policy are pretty clear and this is in tune with the national population policy to reduce and stabilize india's population by 2045 what does this policy mean for gender equality will it further render women more vulnerable to unsafe abortions what about the right to reproductive freedom and privacy and also how does this play out for minority communities with a target on their back for trying to outnumber the majority like i said the debate here is nuanced so on the show tonight we ask is a two child policy progressive or coercive joining us on the broadcast we have poona mutreja she's the executive director of the population foundation of india zakia soman activist and member of the bhartiya muslim mahila andolan abha singh advocate and women's right activist and in a short while from now we hope to be joined by sy kureishi former chief election commissioner of india he's also written a book called the population myth islam family planning and politics in india thank you all very much for being here uh, we also have with us 
members in the audience in the studio here in Delhi. Uh, among audience members, we also have uh, some representatives from an NGO called Sakshi. They are working very closely with women's rights, women's education and women's security in the national capital. Thank you all very much for being with us. Poona Mutreja, I want to begin by asking you the two-child policy. Very simply, as someone who understands the finer nuances of the issue, will it work? Is it our, is it our only solution to the population problem? Uh, first of all, I'd like to say it will not work. And it is not the only solution. We have many other solutions. Let me um, start by saying that the Supreme Court judgment is highly disappointing as it contravenes the International Conference for Development, where India is one of the 189 countries that signed on to not having any incentives and disincentives. Let me explain why I believe it won't work. First of all, it is, you said, it's nuanced and complicated. It is also unnecessary. And why do I say it's unnecessary? The, if you look at the NFHS data, the majority of Indian women families want less than two children. When women don't have access to family planning or the agency to practice family planning, how can you blame the women for the number of children they have or in families? Second, in India, as well as the rest of the world, um, education is seen as the best contraceptive or any pill that a woman uh, needs for empowerment, a community needs, the country needs. Third, the women in India <clears throat> uh, don't have access to temporary methods as much as they should, especially young women, young girls who marry early, are expected to have babies very early. We spend very little money on uh, our family planning programs, especially the temporary methods. So under these circumstances, how can you have a situation where you're imposing a two-child norm? And finally, look at China. You know, in a country like China, apart from an aging population and decline in a working age population, they have had very extremely adverse sex ratios. India is a country that also has very high uh, sun preference. In a situation like that, if people were to have one child or two child policy, then there'll be more boys born and less girls, which will be extremely disturbing for our birth ratios. And when China, we should learn from China's mistakes and not think about emulating them. And the data shows there is nothing in the Indian demographic data, which is very rich, which shows there's any need for coercive measures. And this will be anti-women and anti-poor. Okay. Very strong arguments. And, you know, just because you talked about the China policy, we've got that graphic on air as well. But they introduced a one-child policy in the 70s then introduced a two-child policy in 2013. And now, I think as of 2021, they have a three-child policy in place. And their current fertility rate is at 1.7, India's at 2. This is just for context, uh, for the benefit of our viewers. Uh, Abha Singh, would you agree Poonam, with Poonam Mutreja's point that education is the best contraceptive or two-child policy is just not going to work in India? Uh, 
I don't think so. I mean, Supreme Court is very right when it says that whatever uh, uh, rules have been imposed by Rajasthan government pertaining to two-child policy, it has upheld that. In fact, I would like to draw your attention that every third child in India is stunted and every second woman in India is anemic. We are 101 rank on the global hunger index. So you 51% of our children are exposed to hunger and malnutrition. At a time when we cannot cater to the present children, why are we producing more? That is my question. I think two child policy is required because wherever you've seen that uh, the states like the South states, the uh, South states of South India, where there's high education, there is uh, literacy, population is down. So that clearly shows that the states like Uttar Pradesh are, are lagging behind. And that is the reason we need a two-child norm. We are talking of reproductive freedom. But do women in India have reproductive freedom? My learned friend herself said that there's something called sun meta preference. So where women are pressurized to have more children because the need for the sun is so high. So at that time, this law would come to their benefit. And also these incentives, because if you are cutting down the subsidies, you don't let them uh, contest panchayat elections. I think we require certain strict laws because voluntary things don't happen that fast. So I feel it is necessary, the two-child norm. And okay. if we talk of equality, it is imposed on one and all. So uh, if we keep waiting for voluntary measures, it's going to be long and long. And when we are talking of five trillion economy, I think the time has come that we actually cut down on the population because okay. you are violating the rights of the children by producing eight, nine children in a family. So when you have less of uh, oxygen, the way pollution is happening, you have less of food. Why are you producing children to have them stunted and malnourished? You know, it's very interesting because both of you have given a, a pro-women argument, but with, with very, very different, uh, 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 you know, with, with very different arguments. One staunchly against and one staunchly in favor of the policy. So interesting to hear what both of you have had to say. Zakia Soman, you've heard what both uh, Puna Mutreja and Abha Singh have said. They're, they're, on, they're on completely opposite sides as far as this policy decision is concerned. But the heart... And, uh, you know, is, is really at the interest of the woman over here. And we will move beyond the realm of that aspect of this conversation as well. But how do you look at this? Do you see this as something which is going to be progressive, as Abha Singh has said, something which is perhaps the need of the hour? Or do you think what Poona Mutreja said perhaps makes more sense? That how could you put the onus on the women when you don't have measures available, when you don't have enough health and safety measures available to implement and see through such a policy at a national yeah. level? So I, I really appreciate uh, the concerns that both of them have expressed and they are very valid. Yes. Uh, I think, Rishika, in the public discourse, uh, we have uh, uh, this talk, you know, from the you know loose talk about two-child norm. But we don't have any clarity as to why we are aspiring towards a two-child two, two norm. What is it that we hope to achieve? And what is, uh, you know, right now uh, uh, deprivation, uh, socioeconomic deprivation, cultural factors, what are the reasons for people to have more than two, two children. And who exactly are those people who go in for this kind of, a, uh, if, uh, you know, for the lack of a better word, for this kind of safety net of children. So then uh, when we analyze that, we will realize that it is, it is indeed uh, cultural factors, but it is equally economic deprivation and social factors, such as was mentioned by Ms. Mutreja, the preference for a male child, which sort of forces uh, uh, couples from uh, a poor background, from rural background to go in for more children. And the north-south divide also gets heightened over there. But uh, to sort of come out with a, 
solution such as a uh, forced kind enforced kind of a two child norm i think that would at all uh, not that would not at all be a good idea because uh, uh, as as has been explained by dr kureshi in his book that uh, india's population levels are coming to a very very acceptable level and there are several myths about uh, uh, you know why people have more children which communities have more children uh, i think uh, they are based more in politics rather than in rather than in facts so i think any kind of a ban would be coercive and would have uh, would prove counterproductive rather than you know help the purpose of gender equality and for equality for uh, the uh, citizens from the marginalized communities who have not been able to get a fair share of the socio economic development pie in our country so i think uh, the truth is somewhere uh, not so uh, not so it's not uh, black and white yes 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 so Well like I said at the outset in my introduction that you know you will uh, because as I read about this issue I realized that it's it's not black and white it's very complicated and very nuanced and I think that's the reason we're having this conversation uh Professor Ashwai Kureshi uh to you because you know you've really delved deep into this issue I want to ask you two two very simple questions one uh given the fertility rate in India right now do we even need a population control policy and two how does this tie in with an anti minority argument because there's a lot that's been written about how there are many political tones and colors to this could you elaborate on both those aspects please yeah rishika you posed the very correct question uh, your first question whether we really needed uh, we needed this debate 30 years ago and for the last 30 years politicians have been quiet we did a study how there was a committee formed by nihfw national institute of health and family welfare under my chairmanship about 10 years ago to find out what is the attitude of the politicians and we found after the emergency it has become a uh, taboo subject for the politicians and we examined the parliament questions asked for four parliaments uh, 13 14 15 and 16 and you'll be shocked to know that only 0.15% of all questions were on family planning they did not want to talk of family planning and that was the time when we needed to talk of family planning now that we have achieved that uh, desired tfr already 25 states have gone below the desired tfr yes. only the four five states of the hindi belt uh, are uh, lagging behind and once they catch up where we will be the thinking in the reverse how to stop the the decline in the population right. therefore uh, this debate at the moment it is only for political purposes just to keep the pot boiling all these while they were uh, silent now suddenly uh, they they started talking of a population policy right. and your second question compulsion this which has been answered by my three colleagues here there was a study by the senior is officer in madhya pradesh nirmala boch of five state where compulsion was introduced that anybody who has more than two children will be debarred from contesting election for them contesting election was more important than having the wife so many of them started divorcing their wives many of them gave away their children in uh, uh, adoption so it worked against women so uh, uh, nobody has studied the problem and they superficially just to keep uh, some communal cauldron yes. boiling uh, they are bringing up an issue our family planning program has been a great success India was the first country to start a national family program family planning program the target laid down in 2002 we have already achieved 
and uh, 25 states have gone further, further down. This debate is uh, now absolutely unnecessary. Okay. And why do you say that this is a debate that is closely linked with the politics of the day? Because, yeah, because the, when the, this problem does not exist anymore, we have already achieved the TA, desired TFR, which was our goal for 2010 in the National Family Health Population Policy of 2000. Yes. And we achieved that target, not in 2010, but five years later, but we achieved it all the same. And uh, it, it, we should be celebrating this success. Okay. And now the population will consolidate in another 15, 20 years because obviously the children born 15, 20 years ago will now be producing children. Yes. But 20 years down the line, it will stabilize and then it will start declining. Okay. And finally, the China. You know, we were very proudly always saying, yeah, look, China, look at China, one child policy, one child policy. And somebody rightly mentioned in 2013, they went back to two child policy. Yes. And uh, even that failed, they have gone to three, three, three child, child yes. three child. So if China is our model, learn from them. Yes. Why did they have to reverse it? Okay, I'll, 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 I'll come back uh, to Abha Singh because Abha Singh, I think, uh, you know, you're... You're the only person on the panel who's very staunchly supported the policy, saying that we absolutely need it. And you made very strong arguments at the outset as well. How would you like to respond to what the other panelists have said? That, you know, we don't, we don't really need this policy anymore because we're doing okay without a policy in place, which is actually dictating, uh, you know, whether, a, whether a family needs to have two or three children. And also the argument that Zakia Soman made, which is, very interesting, which is who does this policy really apply to? And why is it that there are people who have more than two children, if at all? Abha Singh. You know, number one, uh, comparing with China, I would beg to differ. That's a dictatorship where the thing, the manner in which things are imposed, we don't have in a democracy like India. So, uh, uh, need of the hour, we have to go by that, the manner in which... Um, <coughs> Uh, there is unemployment. I mean, the states, which are the states, five states, which we talked of, which have the higher than the TFR is Bihar, Meghalaya, Uttar Pradesh, Jharkhand and Manipur. See what's happening in Manipur. Unemployment. See what's happening in UP. Crime. See what's happening in Bihar. So you have to correlate the two things. If you say, no, it will happen in next 20 years. It will happen in next 40 years. My issue is today. Till the time we don't uh, tackle the problem right now, it's going to go out of hand. The fertility rate may have come down, but it has come down after 13 states, as you said, have stuck to a two-child policy. States like Rajasthan, where they stopped giving incentives, they 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 made the rule that you cannot take part in the local elections, the panchayat elections, if you have more than two children. So if you go by other states like Andhra Pradesh, Gujarat, Odisha, they have tried to handle this. And now if we implement this pan-India, this court judgment also came because this was a matter pertaining to Rajasthan. And Supreme Court rightly said... Pula how Hoteja, it however, has argued that it's, it's something that, that has not worked. That even the states which have had this policy in place, it's not like this is the reason... Why these? Why why we are seeing that curve stabilize? Puna Mutreja, do you do you no, just want to explain yes, that? Yes, absolutely. You know the 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 curve has stabilized Abha in states where they had better governance, they had education for women, they had better health services, and they had they were more pro women. You see, if you look at the data and indicator indicators for the five states which still have high fertility rates. It's because we haven't invested in the education women and 
most importantly i'd like to say to aba who i really respect and agree with on everything she says normally today we we have to debate and i hope no, this debate will continue but aba aba i want to say to you how do you tackle patriarchy which wants a son sorry how do you tackle patriarchy which wants a son at any cost yeah you you tackle patriarchy by educating women you know educated women will not have more than two children at an average even if they don't have a son while an a, a illiterate woman who's class 5 who studied class 5 is likely to have three or more children and the second thing is that you know the aspirations of women in india and especially yes. girls thanks to the exposure they've had to the media have really changed okay. they want to be educated they want to work and finally i want to say that you know we have to uh, provide for nutrition for everything for the child who's born you yes. cannot discriminate against okay. the third child even okay. if he or she is born I, and not I give them education okay. not I, give them nutrition. i would i would i would i would love to carry on i would love to carry on this conversation with both of you but we have audience members we have audience members and let's let let's also just, just let's also just listen to what the people have to say about this issue मेरा नाम माया है मैं साक्षी अंजय से हूँ मेरे ख्याल से तो दो बच्चे जो प्लान है दो बच्चों का वो बहुत अच्छा है क्योंकि दो बच्चे रहेंगे तो हम अच्छे से उनकी पढ़ाई करा सकते हैं अच्छे से उनको पहना उड़ा सकते हैं अच्छा खाना खिला सकते हैं और उनको बहुत मतलब केयर भी अच्छे से कर सकते हैं लेकिन जब ज्यादा होंगे तो प्रॉब्लम तो खड़ी होगी ही मेरे ख्याल से तो दो बिल्कुल ठीक है आप कुछ कहना चाहते हेलो मैम मेरा नाम दीक्षा है ये जो टू टू चाइल्ड पॉलिसी पॉलिसी इस पर मैं ये कहना चाहूंगी कि अगर ये पॉलिसी के कारण बहुत सारे जो अवॉशन है वो उसकी क्वांटिटी बहुत ज्यादा बढ़ जाएगी क्योंकि इंडिया में बहुत सारी जगह ऐसे ऐसी है जहाँ पे लोग लड़कों की चाह रखते हैं okay. तो उस पर भी ये बहुत गहरा प्रभाव पड़ सकता है आगे जेंटलमैन ऑल्सो गिव दैनल जी यस नमस्कार मैम Uh, I, Dr. Arun Kumar Singh. My question is: uh, Let us assume that we uh, we are in favor of two-child policy, but uh, when we talking about the incentive like government job and government services, so those who do not want to government job and government services, huh? then what we have the clause for that that fellow? Okay. There, well, the government is only trying to impose the restrictions which are, I suppose, within the ambit. of uh, the control you know like i said this has been a very interesting conversation because you've heard all sides of the story i'm afraid i'm completely out of time but the audience has had their say and you've heard it from the experts as well we leave you the viewer to make up your mind on what you think about this policy that's all the time we have on be the people tonight thanks so much for tuning in